Welcome back to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Woohoo! Woo we're trying a little something different. We're, we're, we're working title is Keeping It Classy in the Keep. Because there might be Keeping It Classy out there, so we're just going to change it a little to Keeping It Classy in the Keep. Nice. So we're going to spotlight the occasional class, you know, because we a bunch of my awesome patrons on the Patreon site at uh, patreon.com slash cppn. Woohoo! I'm back, cppn! Yes. I'm back... Yeah. Yes. We love patrons. Yes. And we also have other cool friends who are on Patreon. Yeah. Like who? Like, like Chris. Like Madame Askew. Yeah. I don't <laughs> oh, know. I thought you meant... Uh, no, Chris I thought is you were talking about our patron. patrons. Well, no, no. I was talking... I'm sorry. Yeah. No, Chris is an amazing patron, and we all love him. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I still owe Chris, like, cookies or tea or in-person flirtation. I'm not really sure. But I'm down for all of those things. I'm sorry. I misheard. But yes. Yes. Um, so, but also I have my own Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com backslash Madame Askew. And um, I do a lot of costuming related um, posts. I share tutorials. We share a lot of pictures. Um, we do a, a lot of live videos. Um at least two a week. Um, and we also um, do quarterly tea reviews and quarterly, you know, et- etiquette questions and all sorts of things. So it's it's pretty it's pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty awesome. fantastic. I'm, I'm a patron. I'm very mm-hmm. happy with it. So that's that's me. Yep. So uh, we decided on the Patreon, we did the little poll, and we picked rogues as the first class Woo-hoo! that we are going to talk about. Those sneaky bastards hiding in the back corner. Yeah, I know at least two people who are, like, all about the rogues. Yeah, because it's all about the sneakiness. We're in the channel right now, so. Mm-hmm. So, so why do you, Jocelyn, like rogues? So, you know, when I play a character in D&D, I actually like to pull on a lot of skills beyond the combat skills. Um, I mean, combat is fun, but that's not the entirety of a D&D campaign for me. So I love having a character that's able to use charisma and charm and their wits and their wiles to come up with a social solution to the game, to the problematic situation. Um, at the same time, that character can, in a pinch, also uh, fuckstart people in the face <laughs> with a dagger. And in a pinch, pinch something. And in a pinch, pinch something. So um, that's kind of, I love the utility of the rogue, that it allows me to have some martial um, skills, but that the rest of the skills, the social skills, are really strong. And since that's what I like to do as a player and as a human, I like to interact with people and, and find social solutions, then it's a really great fit for my play style. Although I have not played a rogue in like forever, five years, so it'll be really nice to play one again. Mm-hmm. Though you are being awesome with the bard. Thank you. I've been having fun with the bard. And and I do agree. Rogues have always been one of the big skill monkeys in every edition of D and D and Pathfinder. Yeah. That they're the one that has the most skills because they're they're the they're the troubleshooter that does it all. Well, let me tell you, I have not played a rogue since fourth edition, so it'd be really. We're talking about it. Well, we're talking about it. Be fun to play a rogue again. Plans are being hatched. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to do something about that. Yay. Okay. So Kelly, why do you like rogues? 
Oh, well, I like them because it's like they get to be the kind of person that, I, of course, would never be in real life, you know. So you get to do things that, you know, whereas I, you know, I tend to always follow the rules, the law. You get to break the law. Breaking the law. I, you know, there's just something kind of freeing about, you know, not that I would ever do it in real life, but to be able to. And I never play, like, vicious rogues anyways. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I don't play them necessarily for, you know, like to be mean. Yeah. Like, hi, I'm Tilda. You know, I like the, you know, your friendly neighborhood rogue. <laughs> yeah. I like to be the charming rogue. The charming rogue. Mm, the, yes. the robber baron rogue. Exactly. Mm. The Robin Hood. I used to be a huge fan of Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. Kid. Oh, my God. I was so devastated when I found out that my college, my university, no longer did archery. And I'm like, what? Mm. So then I took up fencing. I did fencing for a semester. I did really okay. Because, of course, I had an advantage being left-handed. <laughs> I was the only one in the class that was left-handed. So, you know. That's awesome. They didn't know. They're like, literally, what the fuck? How do we deal with this? But, so... But this it's that 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 chance for me to be outside the rules and regulations that I normally live my life by. Yeah. You know, not that I want to see, you know, civilization fall or things go like, you know, you yeah. know, I'm not I, I don't approve of stealing, but there is a certain amount of romanticism about being able to be that gentleman thief yeah you know that there's this it as i like it as the art form not necessarily in real life principle but it's fun to play in an imaginary setting plus scarlet pimpernel <gasps> oh! yeah they okay, seek him okay. there they seek him there seriously by just playing D D, you don't normally walk around town and kill random well, exactly. Not normally. That's definitely an off day. That's definitely an off day. No. So, so what do you like about rogues? Even though, even though I know you haven't had a chance to really get down and play one. Scallion. Everyone loves a rebel. <laughs> Scallywag. See, see I got to agree going back to like Bilbo Baggins, you know. The rogue is the quiz, quasi-essential dungeon crawler. You know, it's they sneak when they need to sneak. They pick locks when they need to pick locks. They disable the traps when they need to disable the traps. It's not just about going up and getting that uh, great extra crit damage in, uh, from behind. It's about you finding other ways around there. You can lie. You can you persuade. You can bribe. You right. can just flat out steal. Right. You can you can let your party fight in one room while you're stealing the real thing and getting out with the with the MacGuffin. Yeah. Exactly. See, I don't approve of thuggishness or footpads or that type of thing. But that gentleman thief or that you know that 
smart aleck rogue. The scallywag. Yeah. They are like a quintessential, you know, character in the fantasy literature as well as the D&D universe. Mm-hmm. Thief and Acha. Right? Super tight! Exactly! <laughs> Stole my guy for the media. Well, well just wait. So, so, so we've, we've, we've discussed what we like about playing a rogue, so that pretty much covers the pro of rogues. Yeah. What's the con of being a rogue? Uh, besides that you well your armor class is not that great you can die pretty easily <laughs> yeah you you do tend to be the point man mm-hmm. <laughs> so you are more likely to be you know cut off from the party left out in the wind exactly yeah. um, on a tight rope disavowed <laughs> <laughs> uh, that type of thing um, I think is can be a con. Also, if people know you to be a rogue, they don't trust you. Right? It can be really typecast. And I also think there are so many things that you could do with a rogue that would be so fun that min-maxing is not really an option in the same way. Not that I personally like to min-max, to be honest. Sometimes when I'm rolling up my sheet in other groups, not this group, people are like, (laughs) Well, why are you putting points there? I'm like, because I, the human, am going to use this skill whether my character would or not. So I better have some fucking points in it because I... Exactly. You play more character as opposed to... Yeah. Persona versus stats. Yeah, I'm persona driven too. So, but that is also a challenge because you have a sick number of points to spend around and the you know, same need to build up certain stats, but I think in the early levels, Rogue is a little weaker until mm-hmm. they kind of pick up steam. At a certain point, ah, they're just awfully nice. Yes. I really like them. But yeah, you die a lot. They, they do get beaten to the ground often. A lot. Especially when they're caught picking a pocket. You know, and I thought of another sort of con is that People think a rogue is going to be easy to play. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of go in, and if you have a party with somebody who's not savvy on a rogue, you can really fuck up your party. Yeah. And, you know, you you do have to be very canny and cunning with how you play your rogue. Because they are squishy, then just going in... And doing combat is not always your best answer. Mm. Um, and if you've got a group that's like heavily involved in combat all the time, doing lots of fighting, lots of you know encounters of that variety, it can be boring to be a rogue. Mm. True, and that or you have to customize your rogue to like the assassin type or yeah. where it deals with rapiers and stuff as opposed to other types. So they do have the very killy rogue, the more yeah. like warlike one. But, I mean, do you really want all the same character or the same type of character in a group? No. I like variety. I love variety. How, how boring would it be to have all the same type of character? Like, oh, boring. yeah. The boringest. Although we have talked about like doing in like an all-bard group, and... Uh, there are so many different types of bards, right. it would be a hoot. But if we were all the same bard, oh my god, that would be boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
Because then we'd have to play a game like Blades in the Dark instead of D&D, because you know, that way our rogues are different. Mm-hmm. You play all bards, man. You'd have to be like a singing group. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Note to future self. <clears throat> yes, the Dark Vision dames are already wanting to do an all bar group when we get together. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, for, for rogues, they have lots of great class features. Mm-hmm. I'll go last, so in case I have to pick a different one that I already had picked out. Right. Who, who wants to go first with your favorite class feature that rogues get? Uh, the, I like the dash. The cunning action. The cunning action. Level. Oh, my it's God. Just, it's just... Because I remember on Tilda, man, just having that extra where you can automatically either hide or dash... Because you can choose to I mean, disengage, to dash, or to hide as a bonus action instead of a movement well, action. What's great is if you're a halfling, you're short, so uh-huh. your speed isn't as high. Right. So that dash gave you just that little extra to help keep up with a group. Mm-hmm. Plus, it was just fun. Um, and like, oh, attack, hide. Yep, you get you that freebie hide. Yes. Or the disengage so you can get out of range if you got your bow. So you can step back uh-huh. five feet and shoot him in the face with the bow. I mean, that was my personal fave. Because Tilda got a heck of a lot of use. Oh my god, that. remember when I, you when ran, I ran down, down that orc? orc? He killed Bertram! Right? He needed to die. No, right? He needed to die. And, oh, that's right, you guys didn't know about that. That the, I looted him loot. and they didn't. He had nothing on him, I swear. <laughs> Yeah, no, Tilda loved to loot the bodies. Loot the bodies! (laughs) So, I haven't played a rogue in 5th edition, so I'm actually not that familiar with their features, their feats, their skills, all of that. But I know in 4th edition, I loved the um, ability that I could so easily get, um, you know, advantage with Mm. a party member. And how much utility I got from that. And I also really adored, which is not a skill you have in this edition, but the um, dungeoneering was mm-hmm. rad as far as I was concerned. Looking over the class right now, I'm just like, evasion sounds really good. I do like how they do the, uh, the, the rogue damage attack now. You don't have to be... Flanking an enemy, you just have to have to an enemy, uh, ally adjacent to the enemy for the, the, yeah. the rogue damage, which is nice. That is nice. Although I got really good at um, paying attention to the battle map and uh, being really on top of the, Super tactical. my tactical positioning, which I thought upped my game as a player, and I, I really liked that. I did play Warhammer in the past, so I do like a little bit of a... Tactical experience, if you will. And rogues definitely are one of the tactical characters. I mean, it's rogues and, you know, the, the Battlemaster fighter are the only two real oh tactical characters out there. Yeah, Warlord was a great character in 4th edition. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Yep. It was really good. Which is what they kind of made the Battlemaster fighter is a kind of Warlord, which is nice. Cause yeah. It's all about tactics at that point. Another nice thing about rogues is they are easy to multi-class. Mm-hmm. Which one of my faves? The bard rogue. The bard mm-hmm. rogue, because that's that that feeds the classic bard archetype uh-huh. of the half wizard, half rogue. Well, and uh, Cake's favorite, my cat's favorite, is definitely the cleric rogue <laughs> or the rogue cleric. 
obviously. Bite, bite here. Kate's favorite? Yeah, rogue cleric. First he'll be all clericky and love you, love you, love you, and then all of a sudden attack. Nah. Right, and then he's like, oh, here, let me make you feel better. Kiss, 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 lick, 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 rub, 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 bite. So. That is Hi, cake. cake. That is so cake. Yeah. He's agreeing over there right mm. now. So, Evie, you haven't played the rogue class, but you've seen rogues played a bit. What did you like in terms of their... To tell you about features, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just really like, um, stealth is really awesome to me. Mm-hmm. Because you can find a lot of things out. I mean, part of the, the thing that I'm getting from the AD is that you have to, like, almost solve a mystery. And hey. they can sneak in and they can find stuff out better than others. Hey. Well, especially, especially when you've got a good DM, like, uh, ours... Who makes things more complicated. So it's not just kick in the door and kill everything in the room. You just be murdering hobos, you mean? Mm, not most of the time. Most of the time you can't just be a murdering hobo. <laughs> Sometimes you can, though. Yeah. So so my favorite feat of the, the rogues is the expertise. At first level, you get to pick two of your skills and double your proficiency bonus to it. So that's how it helps make rogues super skill monkeys. Because... Two of your skills, you are super skillful at. Fuck yes. So it can be like your stealth and your perception, or it can be your thieves tools and your stealth, depending on how you want your rogue to, to specialize oh, out. Oh, nice. And then, of course, at sixth level, they get to pick two more skills. Which means you're getting that super creepy. <laughs> and that's the sound you hear as the rogue when you stealth. <laughs> and you get the whole uh, Halloween music. Oh, yes, of course, as you do. Ultimate so. Monster Rogue who's in every closet. <laughs> Alright. Okay, so we got uh, what do you think would be an interesting background to pair with a rogue? Because <laughs> now that the 5th edition's got the ability of having backgrounds as well I, as classes. I was thinking about this. Uh, Justin and I were actually discussing yeah. that earlier. Like, I think um, an interesting one would be Acolyte. Yeah. You know, because, of course, you know, I was in, I was thinking about, remember when we played that game World of Dew? Mm -hmm. um, with the creator and stuff, and you Fence. played the thief, Fenchen. the monk, though. Yeah. So he's pretending to be a monk, but he's really this thief. And I just thought, I mean, and, and you just played it so well that I think that somebody could really have Fun with that, yeah. You know, it's like alms, alms, and then he swipes the. You know, uh -huh. I mean, it's despicable, <laughs> right? But well, you know, exactly. Yeah. And they pull out that fat purse and drop some coins in your bowl. You exactly. Know? I mean, so I think you know, and plus because there's this, you know, they they would appear at first glance to be opposite ends of the coin. Mm -hmm. you yeah. Know? Yeah. But yeah, they you, would. You could have. Yeah. yeah, and then you think about it. Not everybody's cut out to be a priest, so maybe they started out as an acolyte, but they realized, nope, this life's not for me. I mean, pulling a few coins out of the donation bowl. Exactly. So, hello, cake. And doing a runner. <laughs> you know, you never know. They might have been put into like the monastery as a child. They have a choice. True. Yeah. Exactly. 
Let me look at the backgrounds again, Jim. Okay. So I'll, I can read them off to you as well. Yeah. You've got Acolyte, which is basically some kind of religion, which you could even have, like, in Game of Thrones, the god of faces. Right. Sort of like D&D's oh, god of masks. Oh, my gosh. That would you be could so be cool. a, you know, you've got the charlatan, which is pretty much a criminal to start with. And also, I've played with the charlatan background a few times, and I find it really fun. Mm -hmm. You've got the criminal for just the straight-up crime types. But I see. Sometimes I think that's just a little too obvious. Redundance, it's too. Know. It's too like yeah. But we, all. We've got my personal favorite pick, which we've had in our gaming group, which is the entertainer. Uh -huh. Oh my gosh, we love having the entertainer. Rogues, amongst, which yeah. which in in the Dark Vision Dames, Talia plays a rogue who's an entertainer who pretends uh -huh. to be a bard until she leveled up to. Pick a level of bard, so that she can. So no one knew she was a rogue, which I That's thought was a great so turn of play good. on it. And she's great because she likes to talk her way out of things, as opposed to you know get mm -hmm. physical. Right. We have the folk hero, which leans right towards the Robin Hood angle. Yeah. There's the guild artisan, which means you're great at making something. You're that's, a crafter. That's what I did with my monk. And Think it was about it. So fun. And mm -hmm. that's like the gentleman thief. You know yeah. that one guy who doesn't really matter what he steals. Mm -hmm. It's just he's going to go for the most elaborate, most you know sought after thing. The one that is the most protected, just for the the chance of the beating them. Mm -hmm. Just the thrill. Yeah. So like Ocean's Eleven type. Yeah. No, they wanted the money too. But. And then you've got the the alternate version, which is a guild merchant, which could be interesting because your fence. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, guild merchant. That merchants. would totally be fun. Uh huh. Then you've got the hermit. That one totally. I'm sorry. Well, you could. It's do that it, thief that doesn't associate with anybody. It's that survivalist in the woods. But yeah, it's, it's not my cuppa. No, mm -hmm. I just I, I, I just don't think that it's a... Then we got the biggest thief of them all, the noble. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and then we have the variant of the noble, which is the noble knight. Mm. Then we have the outlander, which is a perfect one if you had to leave your people because you're a thief. That's a reaver. <laughs> right? And then we have the sage, which could be interesting. That would be interesting. Maybe you became a rogue, rogue. To, to get not forbidden lost knowledge. Or you could be a sage of the, like... The art of The that. art of rogue. The fagin. Yeah, of, yeah. But not as, you know... The, the actual grifter grifters. Yeah. Although, trivia, do you know what fagin means? No. no. L like, little voice, like little bird voice. Little bird. Oh, like my a gosh. little snitch. That's good. Yeah, it's like... Good. If I remember correctly. And yes. then there's the sailor, which leads it for a really good pirate. Pirate, And, of course, the alternate pirate. And then you've got the soldier. Oh. I can see. But see, now, I would see a soldier rogue as a thug. Right. You know. Skill-wise, it complements each other really well. Yeah. I see that. Because it makes you into more of a raider than a... And I can... Going a Viking. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm kind of thinking of, like... There have been some characters in books and different like Fafnir Grey Mauser. Yes. You have the the you have the more traditional rogue, but then you've got this big barbarian kind of guy, you know. Right. Uh, Conan and Subutai. Yeah. Conan oh, put a couple yeah. levels of rogue there after uh -huh. you barbarian. Yeah, no, Conan was pretty sure he was like gonna steal stuff and be a barbarian mm -hmm. too. You know, let's let's be honest. He took a, he started a barbarian, took a couple levels of rogue, and took a couple levels of fighter when he became a warlord. Right. 
And then the last one we have is the urchin, which that's always a dangerous oh, combination yeah. with the rogue. Right? I mean, I don't... I always see urchin as being like a kid or a younger character, which is not usually what I want to play in a mm-hmm. game. Well, but it's the background, so it's like how you, could be you Aladdin. Grew up. Oh, that's fair. All right. you could see, be Aladdin so thing. yeah, you were that kid that grew up on the streets... Yep. Yeah, you were the Artful Dodger, and, and that's love, your background. I love the Artful Dodger. That Not what you currently are, but that's what formed you. But you grew up as a street from. rat. And exactly. Yeah, okay. Like yeah. Aladdin, the filthy street rat. Or Artful Dodger, yeah. who's definitely like one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. of all mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I liked it. I liked uh, the Dodger from uh, Cherry Pratchett. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, right? He did the character, he drew up the character really beautifully and fleshed it out really beautifully. Oh, Terry Pratchett. Oh, Terry Pratchett. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad indeed. I may have been rereading Pratchett lately, so... By may, I mean I have been. You might have been forced to. Yeah, it's so terrible. to me. Yeah, it is pretty bad. So what's a combination yeah, you like to see? Yeah, but still, no. It's I, nice to get to revisit an old friend. I think it, I've never seen one played as the um, guild merchant, so it'd be, mm-hmm. that would be fun to see. Um, and with Kelly, Acolyte would be... Have you ever read of, David Eddings? Oh, yes. The Sword yeah. and the Sorcerer. Prince Radek. Silk. Oh my god! Guild merchant! I love Silk. He's probably He like, is... He would be a guild merchant... Yeah, the Drasnian merchant, also who like, is a thief. Silk mm-hmm. is probably the best character in the oh whole series. Oh my god, he's series. awesome. He holds up the best. Some of them have aged a little bit in weird ways for me as an adult, but I have read those those books and many love how times. he tortured Beric. Oh my god, Silk! Oh, so good. And then he met his, you know, match. In the and Velvet. then he explains thieves can't. Yes, I love that. Mm-hmm. The, the beautiful explanation of, oh, we were having a conversation, but our hands were saying something completely different. Right. I love that feature of... And he taught it to Gary in mm-hmm. the, the series. Mm-hmm. So good. So he's a perfect example of yes. the guild merchant. How good a guild merchant as a rogue uh, could background be. as a rogue could be. And he's just such a great character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would love to see that played out. How about you, Evie? Yeah. I, I agree that, that Silk totally is Rook. He's 100% Rook. For those of you who may not know what we're talking about, the author David Eddings wrote a series of books called The Belgariad. And he, the character is in one is in those is in that series. And he followed it up with another six book series, mm-hmm. the Malorian, which follows most of those characters as well. It's really fun. They were written in the eighties. You can kind of tell, mm-hmm. but they're still really charming. They're yeah, they have a lot of archetypes. Mm-hmm. The of them, but, uh, they yeah. Me off because the last book of the Bulgaria, mm-hmm. took it four years. To with it after the others have been written. Oh my god. Well, and the thing is, the first books were actually all like the first three books were one book and they made them him split it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh. So, 
would have been a really long first book. Exactly. Yeah. It's just why they made him split it up. But also, but. also, on the David Eddings front, he finally came out and just acknowledged that his wife had co-written all of those books. With good. Him. Which good. is good. Which is good, except the covers still say David Eddings. <laughs> just saying. Just throwing that out there. And they are filled with a lot of archetypes. They oh, yeah. are, but, but they're fun reads. Yeah. And in some ways, it reminds me a lot of the Priding Chronicles. Oh, which I But, like, the, you know, the Priding Chronicles are just amazing. Young adult fiction. Oh. Actually, the last one in the series won the Newbery Award. Oh, cool. Um, but, uh... But also more in the 70s and 80s, you got mm-hmm. a lot of that sort of sword and sorcery fantasy where there were a lot of archetypes and really really in the mold of uh tolkien's writings mm-hmm. i like them they're wonderful comfort reads to me yep so but we're digressing tangent. Exactly. Tangent. Okay. see me i would like to go soldier we were just road. discussing one of the ones in media right? oh, yes. soldier okay. road okay. yes yes okay. Oh, we're we're getting to the wanted media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so so, so uh, my pick would be the soldier rogue because that would complement a rogue really well because you could do the background of you were the quartermaster. Oh my god! That classic movie archetype character, the thief soldier who supplies his people. Yeah, it also makes me think of uh, Sean Bean in uh, Sharps Rifles and the whole Sharps series. Oh yeah, he's sort of like. A soldier rogue, although uh-huh. he was not a grifter off of the quartermaster's role, but mm-hmm. he's definitely a soldier rogue. So, so we were obviously slipping into the what is your favorite rogue in media? Right, and Evie, Evie? Pippin. Pippin. He's kind of a rogue. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think he's a rogue or is he just Pippin in the musical, right? Or Pippin no, no, in no. Lord of the Pippin Rings? In, in... Oh, Pippin and Tolkien is definitely a rogue. He's a mm-hmm. great He's that halfling rogue that, you know, mm-hmm. yes. but in a, you know, the Pretty fun, much, yeah, silly. The, in a very way. Yes. Yes. It, he changes over the course of the story, though. Yeah. Of course. They all Pretty much the, all of them do with that, that huge story arc that they've got. Yeah. And I love the way he and Mary change in the books, mm-hmm. which is not really expanded in the movies that much. Oh, well, it'll, to a certain degree they are, because they're mm-hmm. all, like, you see them at the end, and they're yeah. like, here are all these, you know, uh, hobbits having this grand time, and they're just kind of having their drinks quietly. And, because like, they've, they've they seen some quite, shit. Yeah. Yeah. They've yeah. definitely seen yeah. some shit. They've, they've been to the... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, we all know who the real hero is. Let, let's look at Pippin with the trance. Right. The mere fact that yeah. he's manipulating the treant to see the truth because he needs to see the truth. Right. And and in the books, they drink from the Ent uh-huh. water juice fountain, Stop. and they grow. And they come back and they're like tall halflings who are like, <laughs> we are going to take care of biz. Uh-huh. <laughs> and people are like, shit, you were stealing cabbages when you left. <laughs> what happens? Now you're Billy Badasses. Right? It's my farmer and shit. Yeah. Yes. But so... we all know it's Samwise who's the real hero, not Frodo who had the publicist. Right. Frodo <laughs> was just the ring bearer. 
Poor Frodo. No, you Sam. Know, Sam, Sam was, was the real was hero. Pretty amazing character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more to Samwise. When, yeah, when first time I read it, like in third grade, yeah, Frodo was all that. The more I read it, the more times I read it, the more I realize that Sam really is mm-hmm. the, the incredible growth of character. And mm. I would not call Sam a rogue. No, no, no. He, he, he was, he was no, not a rogue. He, he was not. If anything, I would say that he was the cleric. He yeah. was a cleric. Mm-hmm. I would have called him a cleric or a paladin. Yeah. Well, he doesn't really fight that no, much. No, he's like... So, but he's always there to support and yeah. look after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's not forget when he starts the war between the goblins and the orcs. So fucking One clever. stab and he throws the whole place into, into, into chaos. So good. One deception roll with a natural 20. And the orcs and the goblins get each other. Yes. Yeah. And yes, you can stand there and absorb the experience points. Okay. Rogue, um, we all love uh-huh. Of course. He's rogue all the way through and through. Mm-hmm. He's, He's a smuggler rogue. Our society. We're talking about Han Solo. Yep. Han Solo. The best. Yep. Totally. So what do you have, Kelly? He's, He's a very lovable, charming... Uh-huh. Thief. Scruffy nerf herder. Um, if I'm going classic, if I'm going classic and we're talking movies, you know, Subutai, you know, Acha, you know, he's a badass. He He is, but the whole, you know, and then with Conan and Valeria, you know, you know, Lion's Aiden, come on, that was funny, (laughs) you know. Um, if I was going to go for, like, uh, literature, um, there's some interesting ones. Of course, we already mentioned Fafner and uh, mm-hmm. the Grey Mauser. Uh, but there's also one, like, I love the Stainless Steel Rat series. Yeah. Oh, I haven't read that. Harry oh. Har- Harrison. You've got the books. How about Moist Bunless Baby? Oh, <laughs> my God. I love Moist. <laughs> that is... A Pratchett rogue through and through. Mm. He's so good. But there's so many different... And, like, if you're going to go video games, you know... uh... Our friend uh, Glenn, um, who partners with me doing comedy, was saying that the rogue from Hearthstone is, Mm -hmm. like, his favorite. It's a great... As as a a card game goes... It plays just like a rogue would in World of Warcraft or, or D&D. That's awesome. Yeah, and I don't play rogues in World of Warcraft, though. I, I play other characters. I played a rogue but, in World of Warcraft. But look at the <laughs> Assassin's Creed series. Yeah, that's yeah. totally It is hugely totally popular, and it's rogue. The mere fact you can pop your hood up and blend right in. Yeah, exactly. No, it's not just the badass costumes that make that great game I'm go. sorry. I love the brother and sister... Uh, from Syndicate. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, mm-hmm. the Victorian one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, the totally steampunk one. Uh, uh, Jacob, or, uh, well, Jacob and Evie. Evie Fry. Have you yep. seen uh, Grand, uh, Gentleman Robot and uh, Lady Pepper's cosplay of those? No, but I would love to. So good. 
Um, I love the costuming from Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. All uh, of them. All of it is really good. Um, I haven't played it, so I probably love it most for the costuming. Um, I can't play that game because it gives me vertigo, mm-hmm. but I love the, the look. I know. I'm console in that. I mean, I'm like... Kelly always insists I play with her watching so she can see the pretty, pretty outfits. Yeah, no, the costumes I are am, amazing. I am console in See, I've got a rogue that you guys will both swoon and fall in love with because you know him. Tasselhoff Burfoot. Burfoot. No, Jocelyn didn't know him. I mentioned him earlier today. Good old she has Tass never the read. Kinder. Yeah, she has never read Dragonlance. Yeah, so read he Dragonlance. was one of the ones that I thought of mm-hmm. too. He is what Tilda here. was based off of. Tasselhoff is a Kinder, which is a Dragonlance's like a, version of Halflings. Okay. Except Kinders have no concept of ownership. Oh. So when they steal things, they merely thought you forgot about it and left it behind and didn't want you to forget the special thing, so they took it and put it in their bag. Yeah. That's no, very thoughtful. Th- yes. Uh, part of Tilda's mannerisms I adopted in From honor Kinders. of Tasselhoff, Tasselhoff Burfoot. That's awesome. You know, and, and that's classic, why she's, you know. And is. in classic fantasy book, it's Tass. You Ooh. shorten the name to the first three letters. Of course. Of course. And he's basically this cute little lovable guy that he'll steal from you, piss you off, but he'll be so cute. You just have to forgive you him right Tilda. after. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and that's, that's even in Dragonlance, they joke that's one of the kinder's natural things is they're naturally cute and adorable. Oh my god. So they're more like if you were to take like a monkey boy. So kinder in real life? Yes. Yeah. You know, this, this cute little monkey child that's just so, mm-hmm. totally adorable. They might be rummaging through your bag stealing your shit, but you just can't be mad at them for long. Oh my god, exactly. that's good. And the racial weapon is basically a staff with a sling and shot at the end. That's So it's cool. a, you know, almost like an adolatile version of a sling. Oh, right on. Yeah. That's awesome. I love Tass. Yeah, yes. so I haven't read Dragonlance, but that sounds like an amazing character. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when we were talking about it a bit earlier, the first one I came up with was Loki. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's the archetype of rogue right there. Especially in the MCU, I love the way they've developed Loki, and I don't care what anybody says about the current movie, Loki's <laughs> gonna live! Nothing happens to Loki. It's his gift. It's his superpower. Loki's gonna live. He's like a cockroach. Yes, or something. <laughs> anyway, I love Loki. He's a great character. I love a lot of the tricksters in um, in in myth, in literature. And so I'm going to throw out one um, from these books by Patricia Briggs that are about shapeshifters and werewolves. Um yeah, Mercy Thompson from her, uh, um, what is it? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, what's the name of the series? Um, and you don't have access to your phone because it's on Skype. Yeah, but I've got the books right oh. here. I've got them too. Wonderful. I love that the heroine's mechanic. Right? <laughs> so Mercy Thompson from her um, series of books about the uh, werewolves in fuck the Columbia Basin werewolves um, in Washington. I can't remember the name of that series. The second series is Alpha and Omega, but it's really Mercy Thompson and um, the Mercedes Thompson books by Patricia Briggs are all about her. She turns into a coyote 
She's the weakest person in the room. She's also the cleverest. She has to come up with all these cunning ways of solving Coyote. really yeah. complicated problems where werewolves are just like, we're going to like kill it with fire. And she's like, yeah, but I've already solved the problem in this cheeky way. <laughs> she's great. She's a wonderful well, character. Like blood moon changers moon. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, that's one nice thing with yeah. the rogues is they have to They're find the workaround. They, they can't go straight on at the problem. They have to go for the workaround. Exactly. So those are... Or from behind. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's one of those great things of you, you, you hide it in, against the curtain. You throw a bunch of your caltrops or marbles down the hallway. So they go to investigate. They walk right past you. You shank them in the back. <laughs> you know well and that's why you, you can have different types of robes because you know like remember when we did the um dresden game uh-huh. i created my character first who was a thief yeah she was a thief changeling and you know that was her thing but she stole because she was an orphan you know they mm-hmm. were you know uh orphans and it was, she was, did it to get by you know she did it for to help her her sister and herself um, and the other orphans. Mm. And then when my mom joined the game, she's like, I'm going to become a thief. And I'm like, but thief's already been taken. But it's like, no, I'm going to be a jewel thief. You know, I come from a super rich family. And, you know, I have lots of resources and all this stuff. So literally my character would steal from her. <laughs> that is- because she was the type... I mean, her type of thief. She was the high class thief like, stealing just to do you're for a, a poser, hobby. you know. Whereas, you know, so she would do that. We had this whole run where uh-huh. mom had no idea the that I had stolen eggs. her Fabergé egg. Yeah, and I blamed it on this other this other uh, thief, bad guy that was. And nobody. I mean, she's like, and I'm like laughing this whole time. Like I had written a note to Jim, and then finally my sister snitched me out. <laughs> mom, Kelly stole it. <laughs> I'm like what? Because she was the night of autumn. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Really? But so yeah. She knocked you out. Oh my yeah, God. my sister narked on me. That's terrible. <laughs> so the books are the Mercedes Thompson books by Patricia Briggs, and the first one is Moon Called. It's really good. Go. Um, so I recommend those. She's a great modern day woman who's a rogue, and um, they're really fun take on the whole like. Modern urban fantasy werewolf. See, we'll have to borrow those and bring you the Stainless Steel Rat because the Stainless Steel Rat is a great. It's an older series. Yeah, it's a really old series, but it's really. But and Harry Harrison. Harrison. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, no, they're like crack. It's sci-fi basically, because what it is is as a as a world and the universe becomes more stainless steel. A rat uh, has to adapt. Oh, right. That's why he's the stainless steel rat. Gotcha. That's clever as fuck. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about, how about this rogue? Mercedes Lackey, the Valdemar book. Skip. <gasps> I don't know the series. Oh, my God. Oh, you don't know the series? <laughs> no. <gasps> no, I don't. You, give her the selling points. <laughs> don't die. I've read some Mercedes Lackey, but not... Not the Valdemar books? Nope. <gasps> okay, so the Valdemar oh, books God. are only the best books written by Mercedes Lackey. 
And it takes place in a magical world where basically mages bond with these white horses who are like their spirit creatures. And there's this wonderful dynamic between them. It's just really good. Have you? Have you ever read David Weber? Um, his uh, oh my god, the name, the uh, the oath of the first book is called the Oath of Swords, and uh, there's this character, uh, and he's a Hadrani, which is like this really tall race with pointed ears and stuff, mm. but they're known as horse thieves. Oh. And <laughs> they're thieves. like hated by everybody. They're like, you know, just this hated race. But then here's this horse thief warrior guy, you know, who, uh, and they steal horses because they had to in order they to survive. Eat them. You know, oh. um, and because uh, they're too big to ride them, and, you know. Think of but, these ogres with Arabians ogres. with their horses and they're eating their horses. Okay. Absolute taboo. But yeah. uh, um, that. You know, so then they hear that this whole culture who are they're thieves, you know, and <laughs> that's, that's how they survive. They thought horses were but like cows. Oh my god, there's a fabulous series, and there's <laughs> gods, and he asks one to be his champion. Okay, we are because... not at all. No, we are no, not. We're, no, okay, we're we totally right on a tangent. So, so is there anything else you want to drop on rogues, guys? Oh my god, are you going to go rogue while we're talking about rogues? I think we did go rogue. We did went we're rogue about rogues. Clearly, on one of these uh, round circles, we're going to need to talk about the books that inspire yes. us. We need a book circle. Yeah. Because, okay. you know. How about all of the We Free Men? Yeah, but we're not talking about the book circle right now, girl. <laughs> Unless you're saying all of the We Free Men are rogues. Yes. They're all rogues. <laughs> That's legit. They are all rogues. Okay, so this is probably then a good place to wrap up the rogues for the rogues to stealth and sneak away. In a sense, rogues are awesome. Yeah, love the rogues. So, so be willing to go rogue and try a rogue out every now and then, or mm-hmm. even multi-class rogue. Because yeah. exactly, being a barbarian that gets sneak attack damage is always a good thing. You know, here's my one last comment: is I've never gotten to play a rogue long enough that I could even think about multi-class. Wow. So have to rectify this. I have been stunned. Dungeon Master, you're gonna have to let me play a rogue sometime soon. Okay. Okay. So that's my okay. last so, comment so, of that. So that is a good place to wrap it up there then. Woohoo! As you know, I'll throw in some rogue stealth out sound effects. Right. Yes. Shank shank shank. Because <laughs> <laughs> rogues your... like it from behind. Oh, shank, shank, shank shank. Shank shank shank. Shank the body. Shank the body. Thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And remember, be careful out there. There be dragons about. Had to record the the introducing you to the what the fuck idea. Right? Did you record the what the fuck idea? I did record the what the fuck idea. So so we will we will get to work. Do you have a player manual, Evie? A player handbook? No, I do not. I've got to get one. We should put Evie in the screen because we're just looking at ourselves right now. How do we do? We touch her thing. Try touching her head. Touch me. Touch her. Touch. 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 Touch.
touchy, touchy, touch you. I think you need to be, I think you need to engage your video camera. Because we see this really cute picture of you. Your hair is like really red. And That's face, just her, uh, her, her. internet all right and you were like crystal clear it works it works 